Episode 43, The Ripple Effect of a Mother. Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I'm a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlon. I'm here to assist you in gaining a stronger body and mind, and I'm excited to help you discover your inner athlete. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I am excited you're here, and I hope you're having a nice winter day, wherever you are. We've had a snowstorm here in Colorado, so we have beautiful white snow everywhere, which in turn has had my kids having snow days and late starts, and so I'm like, are we back to COVID schedule? They just started back into school last week. So anyways, but it's beautiful, and I've loved walking my dog when it's snowy outside, and it's like really silent and it's so fun to walk them. So maybe you're walking your dog or maybe you're doing errands or whatever you're doing. I'm glad as a people, people say to me all the time, they're like, you're just kind of in my ear. And I think we just had a conversation, but it was just your podcast. So hopefully you're enjoying me being in your ear as you listen to me. And we're planning the incline trip for April 17th. So come out if you can, it will be so awesome. And more information will be coming as I get more information. I do have a few slots left and um, yeah, so people will be flying in probably on the 16th. So come out on the 16th and then we'll do it on the 17th. We'll be juicing after and smoothies and it will be such a great time and it will have to be a small group because of restrictions, but all those that come will for sure walk away edified and all around after. So that's something fun happening. And other than that, yeah, I'm just enjoying life and just doing some skiing and all the stuff that winter has to offer for us and starting to get ready to ramp up my training as I'm in hopes that we will have some racing this year. So I'm about ready to start in season for my training. So that ramps up a lot of hours training. So that's where we're at. But today I really want to talk about something that I've wanted to do for a while. And I have been a little bit hesitant and not just, um, because I really want to make this be a good podcast, but I really want to be able to articulate it. And my emotions are close to the surface when I talk about this, but I do think that there's so much importance to be said around this subject. So as we talk about the ripple effect we have as mothers, I do want to talk about the ripple effect that my mother had on me. And I want to talk about why I feel it's so important as mothers to understand the impact we have. And because of that impact we have, that's why I really want to help mothers. That's why I got you, ladies. (laughs) That's why I want to help you. And I want us to know that, you know, sometimes we feel guilty or sometimes we feel ashamed of the mothering that we do, or sometimes we feel like we can't be the best mom or that our mom was the best mom. But is what I'm here to do is to help um, strengthen us at the core, us moms, and help us realize what what we have inside of us and realize that at any given moment, as we, we do work around getting to know ourselves better, learning to love ourselves better, we, from that point, can make the ripple effect that we want. And that is what I have seen in my own life as I've continued to discover myself um, as the ripple effect has not only been in just the realm of me getting to know myself better, but it has started to affect different relationships. It's affected the way I show up, the way I 
present myself the way I want to be creative. And it goes into every avenue of my life, just like how I parent affects my kids and in the generations to come, all those things, the ripple effect as a mother happens. And also the ripple effect in our lives happens as we start in one step of like when we start with life coaching and we do, is it even, even if it's weight coaching or whatever kind of coaching we do, it goes into all areas and the ripple effect happens and it makes us a better version of ourselves. So we will talk about all of that. And um, for you that are faithful listeners, thank you very much. <laughs> and of you that are new or just finding this work, I do want to give just a brief synopsis of my mom. And then I want to talk about the ripple effects from her life that have affected, that have rolled into my life. And then we'll talk about a few things that, um, as moms, how we can start this ripple effect today so that we can have that ripple effect into our kids' lives. So my mom, um, just so you know a little bit about her, she, um, in 1973, when she was in college, this is a really admirable trait about her. She heard a college professor tell her that, um, like to start a workout program. And just so you know, in 1973, it wasn't really that, that, um, well received for women to be working out. The women's and sport movement was coming more and it just wasn't as normal quote unquote, as it is today for women to be working out. So my mom took that on. And as I talked about in her funeral, she exercised every single, I mean, whatever her program was, if it was four days a week or five days, and then it got to like six days a week, but she worked out every single day on her program even up until the day before she went into a coma. So um, she went into a coma on Wednesday and Tuesday night she was walking. So she kept that up, which will play into what I'm going to talk about in a second, every single day since she committed to doing that. And she also was, she had such a passion for finding um, healthy ways to live. We always were trying some sort of juicing or some sort of concoction until she had a major health crisis in 2001. Um, she really had to dive deep into how to like help her body heal from the inside out, which, which was work that she did around food work she did about with self work, all the stuff. And, um, I believe it's what kept her alive for all the rest of the years that she was alive. So I am so grateful for her example. And she always wanted to be a quote unquote, stay at home mom. And that didn't mean she didn't have businesses in her house. She ran a preschool. And then later on, she founded Vitality Food and ran that out of her home. But that was her first and main goal and love was to be a stay-at-home mom. And she had eight children. I have six brothers and a sister. So anyway, she loved, She led what seemed like a really healthy life. And she um, really took to heart how important her health was. And she re- that was a huge ripple effect that I won't even really talk about. But that really rippled down to all of us as far as realizing how how important it is to take care of our bodies and how, what a precious gift they are. And in 19, no, 2019, as we all thought she was healthy and she was 64 and we thought, you know, maybe just slowing down a little bit, but you would never know unless you spent a lot of time with her. Um, she started like losing her voice and her ability to project her voice, which led to her to go start seeing doctor's appointment doctors and they couldn't find anything wrong. And she was so healthy that they're like, Oh, there's nothing wrong, but then they're like, this is weird. Something does seem wrong. But anyways, as time would unfold, she would get a diagnosis of ALS, which is a terminal disease and sometimes known as Lou Gehrig's disease. 
And my mom's diagnosis was a bulbar ALS, which is usually what's found in the later stages of ALS. But in my mom, it was showing up in her speaking, her swallowing, and her breathing, which um, is what happens is the respiratory failure happens, and that's what makes it terminal. And so um, as we just continued to be by her side, and I had this premonition that it was a short time, and not usually with ALS is it a short time. It's usually like a long drawn out process. But for my mom, I knew that it wasn't. So, um, by September of 2019, so three months and then September 20th, she passed away. She went to coma and passed away. And it was really impactful for me in my life. And it's really actually what got me started on this path was, was the legacy that my mom left and the legacy that I knew that I needed that I wanted to carry on. So I was really want to talk about the ripple effect that she had in my life. And it was around this time last year that um, she had written me a note. I'd ask her to write me a note of just some things that she wanted me to be aware of when she was gone. And she wrote me a note and I didn't want to read it until I was ready. And I read it in February, um, the first week in February of last year. And it really just touched me because she just, I, I'd, I'd watched Cinderella and Cinderella's when her mom passed away, she asked her, you know, what advice would she give her, give her? And she told her to have courage and be kind. And my mom, that was some of the advice, but there was other advice in there that was really like touching to me and just all the things I needed to hear as I was at this beginning, at this time, deciding what I was going to do. And it really helped me project me and um, help me move forward in deciding to certify as a life coach. But as what I want to talk about is just some three things, which I could talk forever about the things my mom, the ripple effect she had in my life. But the first thing that I really want to say and really, um, you know, shine a light on is that she was committed to being a mom. Like she really, that was really important to her. And she made that a pri- like a commitment no matter what happened. And so how that looked in our life is that she would, um, you know, there was eight of us. So she did have to, you know, there was sacrifices on all of our ends, but she was committed to having us have the best life that we could. And that's why she wanted to stay at home. And that's why she wanted to, you know, make the healthy food for us. And um, she wanted to do our laundry and all these things because she really wanted to foster a good life for us. And she was committed to sometimes to her detriment, she was so committed to us and she was, um, her unwavering love was so apparent. And I will talk about that in the end, but, um, when she made a commitment, then you knew that that was, that there was, that was it. Like she was not going to stop. And, and when we were, her commitment was to show up and love us. Like she was never going to stop doing that. And neither has she ever, even though she's passed on, I still felt her committed to loving this. That's why when she committed to doing her exercise, like she didn't stop doing that. When she committed to doing her food, she actually became a raw food chef. And then that's when she started Vitality Food. She committed to that. And she did that even when she couldn't even take her food in towards the end. She continued to blend up her food. She would blend up salads and have liquid and everything until until she couldn't take any food in anymore, but she still did it. And I think that that, I look at my life and I look at like, how do I know what commitment looks like? And I look at what my mom did and I was like, that's the epitome of commitment. And it doesn't go to say that that was easy for her to like keep her exercise program, keep her food up. I mean, she had eight kids and then as life progressed, she had eight, you know, they married and they had grandkids and she just kept the commitment up to loving all of us, but to keeping her health as good as she could. And 
I mean, as life would have it, like she kept her life as healthy as she could. And it's still, she had a terminal, she got a terminal illness that took her life, but it wasn't on her term. I mean, it wasn't because she didn't try, right? Like it was just a circumstance and she committed to still, even, even when she got the diagnosis, she still was working out. She was still eating healthy. And she's like, I, I'm just doing what I know I've committed to. And I don't stop. Like I don't stop once I commit to doing something. And that for me has been so great because as life, for me, sometimes it's hard, you know, we, we have our kids and we have my husband's military training and all the stuff and all this doctor schooling, all that. And it sometimes would feel easy to maybe stop doing what we committed to. But I see it in my own life now as I've committed to things and I look them and I think, is that hard for me to do? And I'm like, yeah, it is. But I had this example of a mom that showed me what it was like to be committed and to not stop. And I think that, that I draw on that a lot because the ripple effect that she had into my life that I'm like, once you commit, you just, you just stay committed. You, you keep in massive action and you don't fail because maybe you have setbacks, but you continue to go. So that's the first thing that I really got from her. And the next thing that I've talked about too, but, um, is her consistency and consistency doesn't mean that you show up and you're perfect. And consistency doesn't mean that like, it's going to go great. Cause although my mom was, a perfect mom for me, like she wasn't perfect, but she was consistent. And I knew that like, no matter what, like she was still going to be there for me. And like with her consistency, like I knew she was going to be taking care of us at no, whatever the cost was, but like that my, my mom like was there. Like I didn't have to wonder if she wasn't like her consistency and supporting me and loving me and just, um, continuing like sometimes consistency would go with like resentless, like, um, she never just stopped. Like, even though there would be times like her hard times when I would see her in the car crying or in the closet crying. And you know, at those times, maybe she would stop with her workout plan. Maybe she would stop with her food. Maybe she would stop, you know, for a while, take a pause and taking care of us or whatever, all of us kids. And she didn't because she like was consistent and she would, you know, quote unquote, maybe get knocked down, but she would come back up again. And um, it didn't consistently doesn't look perfect. And she wasn't always a perfect mom. Like she had her, you know, she had her things that were hard and maybe the way she did something wasn't always the best, but, but to me, consistency is where the gains are made. There's, there's so much, um, investment and return on investment on that. And she was consistent. And that's what another thing that she taught me. And, as far as like, you know, I, I definitely see it in with my workouts that like I just show up and do the workout for the day, even if it's not pretty or I'm tired or whatever. But then when I want to be consistent with my kids and I think about like, what, what helps me be a better parent? And I want to be like, just knowing that I'm there for them, knowing that I love them no matter what, and knowing they have a safe place to come and to be. And my mom was always like, it, it was... It, everything for her for us to feel like she was there for us and that we were the safe place to go for her and that you know like when we needed a safe place to fall it was into her arms and that was that I never questioned that that consistency and that love that always shown up was like I mean that that's what helped me know what unconditional love is which is the third thing I want to talk about that my mom brought into my life and the ripple effect that she taught me because um, I think sometimes people are like, how do I teach our kids to be confident? How do I teach my kids to be confident? How do I teach them to know that they're loved no matter what? And I really do think it, and um, do I think it's always easy? No, but I think it really starts with like just letting our kids love them 
for who they are and not thinking they should be something else or have expectations. And I really think that connection comes by wanting to understand them, not by us having to talk, right? Like that's how parents think we connect or we have to do these different activities together. My mom was just like there for us. And so her connection with us and her teaching us to love is that I love you at whatever level you're at. It doesn't even matter. Like I meet you where you're at. And she taught me that that's so important. And it taught me to love myself right at where I'm at. And to, um, to have a love for myself that like, even if failure comes into that, if embarrassment comes in any of that stuff, like that doesn't mean that I'm not a good person. And I, I know I got that example from my mom that she was just like, I love you. There's no strings attached to the love I have for you. And, um, I think that that that's takes a time to get to that with our kids. No strings attached. It doesn't mean that my mom didn't want the best for me. It didn't mean that she didn't have, you know, these things that she wanted me to achieve, but she didn't expect me to do them. And she loved me enough where I loved myself that I wanted to do things. I wasn't doing them because she expected them. It was doing them because I had, um, a confidence and love for myself that I wanted to be able to explore avenues. I wanted to be able to create a better self for me because I learned from my mom how to like love myself in hard situations and in good situations. And then that made, that gave me the courage and the confidence to go out and try things. And my mom just continued to support me. And I didn't ever feel the expectations of like, I had to do something to get her love because I love, she loved me no matter what. And I think that is the thing that I really want to emulate my kids that like, what you do is one thing, but, but like how I love you is another thing. And I want them, I want to love them and show them by example, like my ripple effect of loving them so that they can begin to love themselves. And not because I expect them to do things. They want to do things because they have this love and this courage, this confidence to go out and do that. And that's really what a ripple effect that I hope that I can pass on to my kids. And do I make mistakes? And do I have struggles? Yeah, I do. But even when I saw that with my mom, when I saw her struggles, it just made her human. And to see her like really, I mean, she put a lot on her plate. (laughs) She was a pretty determined woman. And she was really had a lot of passion. And she really pushed the, what is it? You light the match at both ends or whatever. She did that sometimes, but I would see that she, that that is normal. Like when you're a mom and you're trying to like, you're a busy mom and you have all this on your plate, instead of hiding that from me and acting like she was perfect and she could make it manage, I saw that she couldn't manage it all the time, but it just helped me. It gave me more love and, and, um, enduring just like how much she really gave to us that she sacrificed so much that, it helped me just even have a greater love for her. And now as I'm a mom and I know that I struggle and like, it's hard for me at times. I'm just like, that's fine. Like I have this example of mom, like it's fine. And how she lived her life was perfectly example I needed. She had lessons still to learn as a mom. I had lessons to learn as a kid. And now like I have this example of a mom that was like, that I know was perfect for me in my life. And the ripple effect is now like it affects me and like all my siblings. And then the effect that even still she had on the grandkids, even though some of them were really young when she passed away, continues on forever and her legacy lives on. And that's what I want to say to the moms out there is that like, you know, it really starts. And if we didn't get that example in our home, we, you may not have gotten the mom that you wanted and the ripple effect may not have been what you wanted, right? Like that is like, could be the reality that we have. 
And it can also be the fact that like, yeah, I was given so many lessons to learn how, like I've heard people say how not to be the mom I want, but now I get to be the mom that I want to. And I think really it starts with looking at, you know, what, what, what can we do as a mom? How can we start having this confidence, love, and be able to have this courage inside of ourselves that we emulate that to our kids? Because sometimes it's not really the words that we say is the example that we give or really, I always say actions speak louder than words because like we, like I say in the past in the, in the podcast just last week that, you know, what our actions are is really what our thoughts are because it trickles into our actions. And so that's why actions speak louder than words because what our actions are is really what is really what we're truly believing. And it is what our kids really will see. And so I think that sometimes when we reside in like guilt or like the where we're passing along this bad ripple effect, that, that in itself is not something we want to pass even just the guilt of that or having to feel like we have to be perfect. Like we don't want our kids to feel like they have to be perfect as they get older. Right. And so it's just something like I felt so passionate and drawn to is helping, helping moms understand that we each have something special to do here. And when we have maybe quote on time, when we have setbacks or it doesn't look like we want to, we can be like, Oh, this is turning me into the better version of myself. This is turning me into a better mom. This is a lesson I'm, I'm learning right now. So then as my kids get older, I can apply that what I've learned as from maybe a failure, quote unquote, that I can now when I see it later on down the road, I can implement this tool, this lesson I've learned now and make the difference, you know, as they get older, whenever that happens. And so that is why, like, I mean, I do coach moms on weight loss and I coach someone getting exercise in, but the biggest thing I, I do, and I really hope emulates through is that like life coaching is a really a place to self-discover ourselves because when we can, and it takes a lifetime, right? We're not going to get good at the snap, but when we start seeing the influence we have just by living the life that we have and, um, and teaching our kids that we can love ourselves just the way we are, that makes a difference. And that that's the ripple effect that I hope that we that we can gain from this, that it it's staying in our own space, learning to love ourselves, learning to have this unconditional love for ourselves. So then when we show up for our kids, we know what unconditional love looks like. We can show up and love them unconditionally and we can continue to help strengthen them so that they get to be the ripple effect in the rest of their life. And so I just, I have such a love for moms. I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm I struggle with all the same things. So when I'm teaching this work, I'm applying all this work to myself as well. So like as I coach someone and we coach some, you know, whatever they're, they're coming up with, if it's hard with a child or if it's hard with their weight or if it's hard with any of the things that I coach on and then I apply them right back to myself and I'm like, yeah, that was, I want to apply that to myself as well. And I just think I can't even state enough that, um, we have the chance to make such a difference. We have the chance to be a ripple effect and it may start just, we may think it's small just with our kids, but we don't know the impact the ripple effect will have. And starting today is the day we can have the ripple effect that we want. And it starts, it starts with owning our own self, owning and allowing us to feel all the emotion and to realize that none of it, we have to judge or feel guilty about. We can, you know, allow it, accept it, learn from it. And at that point, 
we are freeing ourselves from so many layers of suffering of the guilt and the shame and all that stuff that we have the ability to look at this. Then we can come, we can clean out a lot of the stuff that's holding us back. We can come as our full self to our children. We can come with nothing but love for them and wanting to help them love so that they can have the best future. So they can have all these goals and dreams and aspirations that, that you know, they have deep down and we can be there to support them and to just be what they want. Like I always say, like when I'm having a hard time, the only thing I want is for someone to love me right there. And I want to be heard. And that's what our kids want. And it's hard to do that. Love them right where they're at. Or just to be heard when we aren't doing that for ourselves. So anyways, I am so grateful for the opportunity I have to be a mom. And I I feel super fortunate that I had the mom that I did. That she left the legacy. That she left the ripple effect that's still, go, that's still continuing on. And I am grateful for her courage. Because that's something I didn't mention. But she had to have courage to keep going. Because she had a lot of inner battles. And she... She just didn't let those continue. They, I mean, they would pause things for a while, but she would continue to push forward. And I think it's so important for all of us, like that as a mom, it takes courage to keep going. And that sometimes are really hard and sometimes are really awesome. And all of it is a part of it. And are we going to be the perfect mom? No, we're not. Are we supposed to be? No, but we're the perfect mom for the kid, for the children we have, because because that's where their only mom they're going to get. So anyways, um, yes, I just want you to, and when I say with the ripple effect, I want us, if, if possible, to internalize it as such a beautiful thing that we can even just be by being who we are, we have that ripple effect and we, like we're still living, but we do leave a legacy. And that is what I hope that I can do is, is in my life that I'm now still continue to be this ripple effect. And then when I do pass on that, I will leave this legacy. So it's just like something to think about in your life. Like what are the things, what are the ripple effects you're hoping to, um, pass along to your kids? And if you have some of those things, you know what they are, then think about what am I doing right now? That's going to pass that ripple effect on to them. And, and, that that'll be a good place to start. And I would just caution you to like, just set aside any of the guilt or the shame or the, you know, the frustration that you feel, because that will be hard for you to see what you really want to pass on. It will cloud your mind. So really try to get just setting those aside on the shelf for a little while and thinking about like, what do I have to offer? What are some things that I'm sent here to do? And what can my ripple effect be? If I can learn to truly find myself and love myself. And that is, that is the beautiful work that I think that life coaching is. And I'm so glad that I have the opportunity to share that. And if any of you are interested, that is why I'm here because I want to strengthen us as mother. I want us to be united and be like, yeah, we got this. Like we need, it takes a village, right? (laughs) To help raise, raise a kid, but help to raise a mom to be the mom we need, we need to be. So anyways, I hope you guys all have a great rest of your week and I will be back next Wednesday. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Would you like to achieve the things you know you want to do? I offer one-on-one coaching and a new program called Team Elevate. It is a small group program that lasts six weeks. Inside the program, we work on goals and finding strategies to get you through your challenges. I also help you create a food protocol and I create your own personalized exercise program. It's like joining a gym for your body and your mind. 
You can find out more information on my website at cammybanks.com or reach out to me on Instagram at cammybankscoaching. Also, if you like this podcast, I would love for you to subscribe, rate and review it and share it with a friend. And most of all, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Bye-bye.